This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason still has not transferred Shear. And we are here with the often talked about... First... Special edition. Yeah, I would say first time ever. First of its kind, Portal Podcast. <laughs> we didn't have the uh, music queued up there. Portal. Jason's just doing all the sounds himself. Portal. 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 Okay, our kids are sleeping. I'm, so I, they're anymore. not sleeping now because I'm just so excited. Yeah. It's like that toga, you know, the toga thing. Yep, the, I got it, babe. Okay, I'm just Thank making you. sure. I'm making sure you knew the reference. Appreciate okay. it. Um, so, yes, yeah, so there's been a lot of activity in the portal, the football portal, as it were. So... We are going to start at what should be our reaction to Arizona's transfers. Is it a sign of anything within the program? So I think what you're seeing now with the transfer portal and the way it works is that, in my opinion at least, most of the time throughout the country, it's not an indication of the program. Uh, Look at Alabama, for instance. I think they have the third most transfers, the second most in the country right now. No one is dissing the Alabama program, right? It's not a sign that they're in trouble. In this day and age, with NIL playing and basically the way that these kids are brought up through high school, most of them at least hearing whatever it is they want to hear, that when they get to college and they're no longer hearing lies they're having a coaching staff that generally tells them the truth they tell them the truth they're, that they're they went from being the best player one of the best players on their high school team to a special teams or a rotation guy or neither because they're just not good enough yet a lot of these kids can't handle it and what's going on is these kids are jumping in the portal and a very large chunk of them are not going to find better homes a large chunk of them are going to wind up in worse situations and a large chunk of them are not playing D1 college football ever again because they screwed up. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and that's just a reality. Like, there's guys that transferred from Arizona before purges happened. Um, Drew Dixon comes to mind, and they, they didn't do anything. They wound up in situations that clearly just weren't better. And the, that's what we're going to find out a lot of these kids um, you know, are that's the situations they're in. Now, it's not always up to the kid. What we're also seeing is because kids are transferring so openly, because the NCAA changed the way that transfers operate and with immediate eligibility for the first transfer and all that, you're basically, you're watching the transfer portal 
turn into free agency. Because everyone's pretty much saying, well, might as well enter it once and see what, what's out there and what's the better. Now, again, it's not usually better. It's what they think is better. But, you know, like I tweeted, we need to just get rid of the whole transfer portal name. It is free agency. And because it's free agency, because it's open transfer, what we're seeing is coaches sitting kids down and basically saying, look, the roster limit of how many kids we could take in a class is gone. The only thing we got to worry about is 85 scholarships. And because of that, we just, we need to get better. And you're not good enough to play here. And we'll help you find another place if we can. But if we can't, I'm sorry, it's just not here. And so I basically what you're seeing, and, and Arizona's included with a lot of these kids, is, is they're just moving on. And I'm not naming names. I don't want to trash guys. But if you see me type or tell you guys that a guy entered the transfer portal and your first thought in your head is, who's that? Or, oh, I didn't even know that guy was still on the team. You can probably figure out what happened to him and why he's in the transfer portal. And it goes both ways, you know. And, and um, you know, Deion Sanders gets hired at Colorado and basically cuts every single commit. <laughs> and he's going to cut a huge chunk of that roster because he could bring in 50 guys now. There's no rules saying he can't. You got um, the Louisville coach, Scott Satterfield, leaving, going to Cincinnati the day the portal opens. That's why these kids are going in the portal, too. It goes both ways. It's not only on the players. It's not only on the coaches, um, but to answer, that was a long-winded answer, it is not a sign of anything with the Arizona program. If anything, it's probably, I'm trying to find the right way to say this, but it's probably a sign that Arizona is truly dedicated to getting better as fast as it can. Is it also indicative of maybe getting rid of players that Fish did not recruit? Yeah, so if you notice, the majority of the guys leaving, especially the ones that have not played, are not guys that Fish and the coaching staff brought in. Um, I think Tyler Martin was someone that Don Brown brought in. Same with uh, Jermaine Wiggins. Don Brown's gone. Those guys left. And so um, that's just the situation that it's basically, it is probably easier to rebuild now. I always said it was much easier to rebuild in college basketball than college football. It's probably easier now to rebuild in college football than it's ever been because you could do what Colorado's doing, cut 60 kids, take 60 kids, and you're good because there's no more roster limits anymore. Okay. Well, uh, Jackson Turner and I don't know. This is Keon or Kion. I said it right. Okay. Keon Vars are the biggest names on the defense to leave. What type of impact will that have? So I, I think both of them are solid players. Um, with Jackson Turner, you know, and I'm just going to kind of go into why they may have left. Jackson Turner um, is, is pretty banged up the last couple of years. And... Um, he had a conversation, uh, sources tell me there was a conversation with him and the coaching staff and members of the coaching staff basically said, Hey, we actually think you should go pro because if you're getting injured or you're one injury away from, you know, it go Not make, having a career, go make some money. Basically, um, Jackson Turner basically chose to bet on himself and, and find a spot that he'll probably get more attention, attention in and a better defense. I know Oregon's been rumored a little bit. There's other schools rumored. I'm, I'm very curious to see where he winds up. He's, he's a legitimately good safety. I like him. Um, Keon Bars, his numbers were down this season. A lot of it is probably scheme, but he was very inconsistent. Played really well at times, played poorly at other times. Um, you know, they, that he's probably a guy they, you know, I don't, I don't think they told him to leave, but, um, you know, are they, are they freaking out about it? No, because it's one year of Keon Bars, and the coach's belief is probably if they add a couple 
guys at the same position, depth-wise, will be better, etc. Um, you know, in, in terms of an impact, I'm a big picture guy. I don't want to diss Turner and Bars. I think they're solid players. But when you look at the defense, Arizona had one of the bottom 10 defenses in the entire country. So I'm of the belief that unless it's a freshman um, that played, the guy like Ephesians Prysock, Dakario Davis, Ty Ty, Russell Davis, Sterling Lane, it, unless it's one of those guys, Jacob Kangaika, et cetera, if I'm forgetting anyone, Jacob Manu, unless it's one of those guys, who cares? You're just getting rid of guys that were part of a bad defense. Uh, to me, there's no older guy that would be crushing. Like Christian Roland Wallace hasn't made a decision, I don't think, to come back or NFL. I don't, you know, the, the way that Arizona's recruiting, they're recruiting like he's coming back. They haven't reached out to a secondary corner. I know of one corner, of secondary corner, a transfer portal corner. I know of one transfer portal corner that called Arizona, and Arizona said we don't have room. So that might be an indication of Christian Roland Wallace. But big picture, sure. I mean, they're good players, but at the end of the day, Arizona's defense is really bad. It's not getting worse by losing those two guys. And, you know, you replace them with the portal. You give the younger guys some more playing time. The defense got better when they played more, um, and, and you'll be fine. I don't, I don't think it's crushing. There's no downside here. No, what's the downside? Arizona winds up with a guy that maybe – isn't as impactful right away, but maybe he has multiple years instead of gone after this year. Or they wind up with a graduate transfer that is as impactful. Right. You know, if Isaiah Taylor replaces Jackson Turner, was there a huge difference? We'll find out. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah Taylor had a game-winning interception against AZ. played very well. Jackson Turner played very well that game, too. But Isaiah Taylor was generally pretty good. Do they move DJ Warnell to his more natural position? Do they go out and... You know, if they keep Genesis Smith, Canyon Moses, et cetera, they really like the safety class that they're bringing in. They feel confident. So we'll see what, what you know, turns into that. All right. Um, over on the offense, Dorian Singer is one of the biggest transfer names in the country. What happened there and what is the impact? So that's the surprise. And, you know, it, it's like going back to the first question with the transfer portal, it's just weird. I mean, we're, we've seen... Uh, Leary on NC State as their starting quarterback enters the transfer portal. Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State, been there for four years. Starter enters the transfer portal. Starting quarterbacks that got every snap this season are entering the transfer portal. Well, <laughs> and, and so sometimes it's like maybe they were in a bad spot and they didn't feel like they could get out. Right, but what I'm, but what I'm saying is. It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. Production almost doesn't matter right. anymore. Like these guys have successful careers where they were, and they're still entering the portal. Dorian Singer was literally had one of the best seasons in the country at wide receiver, and somehow thinks that he's going to find a school where he's going to put up the the same numbers. There's very few offenses in the country where he's putting up a thousand yards next to another guy that got a thousand yards, which, from what I understand, may have been one of the reasons why he transferred. Because he wanted some, all the yards. Well, there's some whispering that it was somewhat of a Dorian Singer or Jacob Cowing situation. And in that sense, you're taking Jacob Cowing every day of the week for 
Uh, you know, maybe there's some murmurs. I don't like trashing kids. So there's some murmurs no. of attitude problems, et cetera. But, uh, you know, he's a good player. Like, there's no doubt. A school's going to get Dorian Singer, and he is going to make an impact. Um, is he's Arizona... Yeah. Does Arizona think Dorian Singer sucks? No. Do they think that they can replace his production in this offensive system? Yes. They feel that they can go out and play like Kevin Green or go out in the portal and land one of these, another good, you know, if they get Deshaun Stribling from Washington State who had 700 yards, who is friends with Jaden Delora, so you know they're not going to get into it. And he goes out and he has 800 yards in Arizona and five touchdowns. Was there a big drop-off? Probably not. And, and so Arizona feels that as a system they can go out and, and get a receiver that maybe not put up the same numbers as Dorian Singer, but pretty similar. And then you get a little bit more from Jacob Cowing, who should be on paper one of the top five best wide receivers in the country next season. Is Arizona losing a very, very good player? Yes. Is it the end of this offense? No. It would have been much worse, obviously, if Cowing chose to go pro as well. I think Cowing coming back makes that whole situation much, much easier to deal with. Yeah, it cushioned the blow a little bit. And, and Arizona is still going to bring mul- multiple high school receivers as well. It's sometimes also, too, about mixes and leadership and, you know, team dynamics. There's things at play that the public doesn't know about that really are kind of internal. And you've got to have – that's like the trick. It's way easier in a basketball team. A football team is just this mass entity of, of personalities that, you know, that's – really hard to get that blend right. So that's another thing that they're probably I'm, looking at. I think more than Turner, more than Barth, I'm very curious to see where Singer winds up and what kind of numbers he puts up. Because he, if he makes the wrong choice, statistically, he's in for a rude awakening with the numbers that he put up this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. It would be funny if he went to ASU. Yeah, From what I understand, there's a legit chance he winds up at ASU. Aren't there like ASU players that are getting... Take, taking Arizona transfers right now? It, it, yeah. It, I mean, he's a Phoenix kid. There, there's a, a legit chance. I don't know if at the end of the day he winds up at ASU, but there's definitely some people close to him that want him to. That would be a hell of a storyline for the Territorial Cup. And honestly, no matter who ASU gets, like, so here's the thing. Let's say ASU gets Dorian Singer. How does uh, Elijah Badger, you know, react to them getting Singer? Do you add Singer at the risk of losing Badger? It, it, that's not the, is that worth the trade-off? And so schools also have to make a decision like that. Yep, that ROI thing definitely is in play. Didn't you just show me some kid who was leaving Mike Leach's team and like yeah, his, it's the best letter ever. His 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 outgoing letter is so nice, and then it's like apparently Mike Leach didn't think I was good enough, so I'm leaving and I'm gonna go take my talents elsewhere. Pretty much, like, that was hardcore. I liked it, but the problem with that now is yeah, if you're shows, in school looking at him, yeah, like, I don't want that. It's not a good look because it shows you're kind of toxic. Yep. So, so we'll see how it's that a, happens, it's but. a very, PR is very tricky. The kids gotta learn this marketing thing once they get out. So, um, well, finally, where does Arizona? Tur- oh, I can't even see this question, Jason. Where does Arizona turn in terms of landing its own trans? That does not make sense. Where does Arizona turn in terms of landing its own? <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so what's Arizona's next plan? There we go. Uh, they're going to add, I don't know, I would say minimum of five guys for the transfer. Um, I believe you could probably figure out who one of them is that they feel good about, a recent visitor that they feel very good about. Um, they'll probably land a couple more defensive linemen. They're going to land another linebacker, I'd say. Linebacker. At least one or two linebackers, and they're going to land another couple offensive linemen. Grant Stark, the or Strack, the offensive lineman from Nevada, kind of blown up a little bit. 
they like him. He's the guy that they've kind of zeroed in on. I will say this. I think there are more portal offers out there from Arizona that you're not hearing about. Generally speaking, most transfers don't announce their offers. Like Justin Flo, the linebacker, Arizona's doing well with. Right now, it's probably Arizona or UCLA for Justin Flo. Former top five player in the entire nation just kept getting hurt at Oregon. He would step in at linebacker for Arizona and play right away. Right away. He's not coming to his own bench. It would be him and Jacob Manu at linebacker. Oh, that would be amazing. Right? And so if he reaches that potential that he has, it's it's ridiculous. He's worth the, the one-year risk. But, like, he hasn't announced one offer. He said, I'm in the portal and hasn't tweeted since. I think a lot of it also is, like, if you remember, a guy like Dorian Singer is tweeting every offer he has. Every single one. But Singer never had a high school recruitment. Yeah, he never got to go so through So he the process. might, in his brain, be kind of going through that again, as opposed to Justin Flo, who's, like, been there, done that. I'm, I'm, he's done one interview, he does it, decide on visits, he's probably just going to commit when he commits and then tweet something out like, I'm ready to transfer. But um, secondary is probably done. I know of one or two safeties that Arizona's going after. If they land him, it would, it would make sense. And it would not be a drop-off. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> um, there are guys with bigger names I think Arizona's doing well with. Are they going to land them all? No. I don't know who they're going to land, but... Just because it is quieter than people think doesn't mean that it's actually quiet. It's not. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes work. like wheels churning, guys. Right. And the grown-ups are not tweeting about it. They're just keeping it on the DL. Like, if you remember Jaden Delora, I don't think ever tweeted that he got offered by Arizona. He just committed to Arizona. Yeah. I'd have to go back and look. But That's like, really classy. A lot of transfers don't tweet, oh, I just got offered. They just commit. And so. then the coach announces it, or the university. Well, they put up a graphic. And they, they do just, the whole thing. Yeah, you put up a graphic. Like ASU, I don't think any of those guys that committed to ASU today, they're like five in state guys, said that they got offered by ASU. Most transfers just don't do it. And you almost look at a transfer that does do it, and you say, why? But, you know, my theory kind of makes sense. Like there's a lineman from Saginaw Valley who's at D2 or whatever it is. Now all of a sudden he's got offers from everyone. Well, of course, he's going to tweet his offers. Right. He's probably excited. I so get it. I think that's partly what we're seeing. But just because a transfer doesn't tweet his offers um, doesn't mean that he's not getting them. So I think the goal is probably two offensive linemen, an elite wide receiver if they could get it, and then the rest of the focus on the D-line and, uh, and linebacker. So do you think really heavy defensive recruiting this year? Like, yes. Obviously. We all know that. We saw what Arizona did with the offense and the portal and recruiting and all that. Now they're doing the defense. I think it's pretty clear that, mm-hmm. that they're bringing in defensive guys, and now they're real rebuilding that side of the ball. Okay. Well, so we'll we see what happens. I mean, Fish knows what he's doing. Obviously, he did it last year at this time. He had a top 20 recruiting class. Yeah, sometimes you got to – and here's the deal, too. <clears throat> like, Arizona just had a decommitment from Solomon Davis. Um, I like him a lot. I think he's going to be good. He's probably going to Oregon. But in this day and age of the transfer portal – Decommitments almost mean nothing. Unless you're talking like a top 10 player, a four-star lineman or a five-star line, whatever, you know, switching. Like Greg Biggin said on the board, unless you're Tom Brady, schools don't really get upset anymore because they can just go right. and get an experienced safety that probably has the same upside. It's almost like they're playing their own real-life video game. Like when you're doing that recruiting phase. Yeah, like NCAA 14. It's so I cut, cool. I cut dudes left and right. Jason got bored playing that. He kept winning with Arizona. Yeah, look, I think I was like 72-3 and three with Arizona. I said, you know, my five national titles in a row is enough. Yeah, if only. I'm going to go back to shooting people now. Yeah, we've moved to a shooting game now. But 
Yeah, so we are going to, uh, real quick, we have a 50% off sale. I'm kind of hiding it, but we have a 50% off sale. I'll bring it back up on Saturday, but that's going on right now. Wildcat Authority, if you're monthly, you can upgrade, I believe. Um, I got to double check on that, but you can definitely. <laughs> He's like, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe, but 50% off. Go take advantage of that. We're going to preview the Indiana game a day early because the game's a little earlier. I think Vegas yeah. is a year early. Uh, a, a year early. An hour early, isn't it? I Maybe. So the game is at 4.30 in Vegas, but 5.30 here. I don't know. He's live looking it up. Let's find out what he mm-hmm. finds out. Yes. So it's 4.30 Vegas, 5.30 here. So we're going to drop the preview probably on Friday when we're driving, but we'll, we'll preview the Indiana game. And... Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're excited. We're Vegas. excited. I feel like I live in Vegas. Is going to Vegas twice in a year too much? I feel like you're happier about this trip, though, than you were the last one. Oh, yeah. Am I right? I'm way happier. I don't remember why, though. Because it was just summer, yeah. and it was hot, and it was just boring. It's like, why are we here? Yeah, I don't, don't remember. gamble. I'm just, gambling. We took the girls to like just get out of town, but... yeah. Anyway, there's always fun to be had when Arizona fans get together. Shelby wants us, everybody meet at Sapphire. What time, Shelby? Not going to Sapphire. Crazy Horse 2. What time <laughs> would you like? No? No. We are going to, I think someone on the board is working on arranging something, like just a meetup at one of the MGM bars right after the game or before. Yeah, so. that'll be fun. I mean, the hard thing people have to realize is like, I mean, Aurora and I will be free because we're going to be going as fans. So we could get there first, but Jason has to... Go to the press conference, you know, get the quotes. He turns things into this. He actually works immediately after the game. And then we're going for sushi. So there is a little bit of a lag time, but we definitely will pop in. You know, let's just tell people what we're eating on Friday. They can come eat with us. You know, I don't mind saying. For my birthday, Jason asked me what I wanted to do in Vegas. And I said, I really want to go to one of my favorite restaurants. At the Aria Hotel? Is it Aria? It's at the Aria. Aria? Yeah. Aria. And I love, and, but we've eaten at this restaurant in Seattle, and we've eaten San Francisco in and San Francisco, California. and in, was it San Diego? South Coast Plaza. South Coast Plaza is Din Tai Fun. Fung. Din Tai Fun. Din Tai Fun. And I love it, and it's so good. And I know we got some really great recommendations from everyone about Vegas restaurants. Thank you so much. Someone recommended somewhere they thought was better than Din Tai Fung. No such thing. But I just can't bring myself to eat anywhere else but there because it's so good. But that is one place we're going to eat. And then we are going to take a couple recommendations and try some new places out. So I'm kind of excited. And we're also going to go to our favorite coffee place that's a Arizona alum-owned place. Yes. You want to is, look- yeah, we need to, we need to wrap our buddy. Uh, Desert Roasters, I think. I think it's something like that. This is how good we are, guys. I'm so sorry. Like, we don't know your... We didn't go last time because it is pretty off the strip. It's off the strip, but it's such a good coffee product. We're going to probably find out they're out of business right now. I'm really upset. I'm, like, holding my breath to make sure you don't tell me they're out of business because we do usually... Desert Wind Coffee Roasters. Desert Wind Coffee Roasters in Las Vegas. It is Arizona alumni-owned business in Vegas. If you get the opportunity, I know it's off the strip if you look it up, but it's a really good place and awesome. They roast right there on site, and then they make all the coffee drinks you want, but you can also just get a cup of black coffee. So uh, we're repping the A. We're back in the A. We just did that for free. Also, before we close, I want to shout out to the Cal basketball team. Thanks, Cal. They just lost to Eastern Washington. So they they're just now 0-10. 
0-9. Did they fire the coach yet, or is he just still chugging? Dead man walking. That's what we called him. Biz Shell. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, hopefully you enjoyed our very special Portal podcast. And we will talk to you about Arizona basketball next time. Bear down, kids. Bear down. Shelby, right now, if you could transfer to one spot, what would it be? I want to transfer to Cinque Terre U in Italy. Damn. There it is, folks. I would transfer to your heart because I love you. Oh, thanks, babe. Again, and just as a quick update, I am not entering the portal. There you go. Thank you.